Alright, uh oh. Diet cocaine are hard to open sometimes. Okay. Well, this is the first episode and me being the dirty Dale back in business. Murphy's Burl, whatever you want to call it. My guest here is just nodding at me in approval. I appreciate you, Blake. Um, this first guest is my best friend from high school. His name is Blake Neosporic. He's an all-star runner, all-star human being, and pretty crazy. If anybody that knows him thinks he might be insane, but I can tell you he is the most sane person that I know sometimes. So he's sitting here just kind of staring at me, waiting for me to tell him that he can talk, so I'm not going to do it quite yet. I'm going to get a sip of Diet Coke as soon as it stops fizzing. I don't know how long this is going to be, but uh, I will preface by saying I know Blake very well. I'm going to be asking him questions that he probably already knows that I know the answer to. But we're going to share his story because I think it's worth sharing. All right. Uh, Blake, would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah. Um, my name is Blake Nisporic. I graduated with the class of 2018. My best friend is Jackson. Um, Sounds like we're at an AA meeting right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'd just like to admit that I, I was getting Okay. Uh, Blake, how you feeling today? Pretty good. Do you feel like this is going to be awkward, nervous? Very awkward. Makes you feel any better? Uh, it's always awkward. I can tell you, whoever I'm sitting across from, I talk like this. I get very serious. <laughs> I sound like uh, Tom Brokaw, except not... We need to build a wall. Okay, Buster. Let's let's slow our roll there. Um, all right, Blake. Uh, what did we do today, Buster? Uh, we went to the high school football game, and we had dinner tonight. Yeah, we ate at our local favorite Mexican restaurant, even though Blake doesn't like ethnic food that much, and we went to our high school homecoming football game. Kind of regrettable. Uh, nothing against the people, but I don't think that's places for us anymore. Nope. We went to Murfreesboro High School. Can you concur <laughs> with that, brother? Yeah, Murfreesboro High School. Um, I don't know why, but I just did not feel welcome tonight. Or is that just me? No, I didn't feel welcome at all. Um, honestly, <clears throat> I don't ever really feel welcome at Murfreesboro High School. I only feel welcome anytime I compete or I'm cracking up the class. Yep. I'm a class clown. You're a little bit of that. <laughs> You're also like an insane athlete. Uh, what sports did you do? Uh, you know, I'm just going to tell them. Track, cross country, wrestling, did some football. Yep. Uh, what else am I missing? Uh, soccer. Soccer, yep. And I did play baseball. Played baseball. Yep. Why'd you do all that? Uh, because I didn't want to get in trouble. And so I had to keep my, myself busy. All right. Stuff. And we're going to take a little bit of a serious turn here. Um, would you call yourself an orphan, Blake? Um, an orphan, yeah. Fatherless and motherless. My father and mother are never in the picture. They were never in the picture. Uh, when my mother was in the picture, she was doing drugs. And it was not a place for any kid any age. Um, you know, meth, heroin drugs doesn't matter bipolar um the people she hung around were bad influences on a lot of people's lives and it conflicted with my own life and i ended up getting taken into the foster care system yeah bouncing house to house home to home a lot of other people which is cool you know i met a lot of people but you know that that um like going through that it really makes you makes it harder to make connections with other people that you will meet in life. So, bouncing from so growing up in an orphanage, okay. Mm -hmm. Your house parents are like your parents, all right. Yes. But when house parents quit, 
we stop getting connect, stop making connections to new house parents. Yeah. You stop. Because uh, you feel like those people. You're were gonna quit too, and you never know when the next person's gonna quit, and then it hurts, and then it it doesn't hurt the next time as much as it did the first time because the connection wasn't as strong because you stopped making those connections. Yeah. Yeah. You're originally from Granite City. Yep. Granite City, Illinois. You got some brothers and sisters. Yep, I got uh, two brothers, one half brother, and uh, one sister. Aaron. Yep. I that's the one I've met. Yep. Uh, you're living right now temporarily until the 21st when you're going away to the Marine Corps. Yep. Yeah, I can tell you a lot of people were skeptical about you doing that. And they're worried about you. Yep. But I think you're happy that you're making your own decisions with yeah. your life and you're living your life your own way. Uh, Blake was admitted into Milliken with... You want to explain your college situation before yeah, I... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. So, um, I had a lot of scholarships. Uh, I had money to go to college, which I basically had my college paid for. Um, I was going to run track and cross country. And then I had a lot of money taken off because I was going to be doing that. And Milliken is a school that costs about $45,000 a year to go to, to attend. Um... And I only had like $2,000 left, but I had it covered. So basically I had all my college paid for and I felt like I was pressured to go to college. I was pressured to run in college. I was pressured to compete at the next level, even though I wanted to. It just, it wasn't what I wanted to do right now. So the Thursday before I was supposed to go to college, like uh, three days before I was supposed to go to college, I called the recruiter and told him I wanted to join the Marines. And the process hasn't failed me yet. Yeah. Uh, I can tell you I was surprised, but I wasn't surprised because I know you've been talking about doing that for a while. Uh, I'm happy that you're happy. And that's something that, especially in high school, me and you both struggled to be happy. But I now think you're getting closer and closer to what you want to do. Honestly, that's really crazy uh, that you say that because I remember, you know, we what we met our the beginning of sophomore year, maybe. I think so. Sophomore yeah. June. Well, sophomore. we've known each other. It's just yeah, we, we went started to the becoming same. friends. Yep. Uh, from that key club uh, thing for the Cliff Stein. Yep, uh, that's actually how we first met. Yep. Can I tell the story? Because I love this story. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, all right. <laughs> uh, me and Blake. And, We've known each other since middle school. Maybe I don't think we went to the same grade school, did we? Uh, I went to both. Okay. Then I knew you briefly in grade school, but yep. middle school we got to know each other, and high school is when we started becoming really good friends. Yep. And it blossomed into this puppy where we're sitting in my basement <laughs> recording this. But uh, there's a thing called Key Club. It's a community service organization, and my parents owned a small business in our hometown called Jack's Meat Market in Delhi. So what happened was there was a fundraiser, at our deli and we were setting up a basketball hoop machine across the street and Blake signed up for that shift and well obviously I could take him to the place because that's where my family was that's where I worked that's where everything was so we worked together nearly all day yep. and then after that my parents gave me some cash or whatever how it happened but me and Blake went to dinner together and we yep. went to a local burger place. <laughs> and, of course, what teenage boys talk about, we talk about girls. Yep, yep. Uh, I was talking. Yep. Yeah, it gets better. <laughs> uh, I was talking about why I was single for so long in my life. And then Blake uh, 
was reassuring me that I wasn't going to be single my entire life and asked a strange-looking gentleman <laughs> if I was going to have a beautiful wife someday. <laughs> and now, <laughs> the best part about this story, how it starts, is this gentleman walks out and is rolling his own cigarette, which is always a strange thing. It's not like he was rolling a joint, which probably would have made it look a little better. He was yeah. rolling his own cigarette with tobacco, <laughs> with rolling paper, which is one of the most suspect things a person can do. And so Blake asks this man, and he's like, why would you want a beautiful wife when you're so young? Or something. Yeah, like, I think he had an English accent. Yeah, he had an accent for sure. But uh, he started going in on how he was, like, part of the Queen's Army in Wales or whatever the hell yeah, it was. Yeah, wherever it was. <laughs> I, don't, I feel like he's making some of that shit up because his life was so sketch as is. But long story short, this guy starts telling us about the strip clubs he yeah. owns uh, called Club Coyote in DeSoto. And that's a small town neighboring or close to Murfreesboro. And so he's told us after he takes his two middle school daughters home that <laughs> we should follow him out to his club. And this and this is a time where me and Blake looked a little different than we do today. Oh, we look a, a little we bit older. We were like 16, 15, 16. Yeah, yeah. And um, he told me that I have the gut of a 40-year-old <laughs> at the time. So he told me to put on my glasses and I should pass to be old enough, just maybe. And then he told you to take off your bat Batman shirt. Yeah, because yeah, I had a Superman no, shirt on. You had a Murfreesboro Middle School track over oh, hoodie. Oh. And then you pulled it off and then you had the Batman <laughs> shirt on. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it was really suspect. Starting to get a little nervous because he was like... Ask for Eli. That was his name. Yes, yeah, Ask for Eli. Yep. So if you're in, if you're in the Desoto area and you want to go to Just strip ask club, for Eli. Exactly. But uh, I pretended like I had a girlfriend. I was actually the girl I had a crush on the time. I think. Oh, Ari's yep. out of it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I might have to edit out her last name, but that's okay. But yes, I said it was Ari, and I skedaddled, which was kind of it was it was awkward. It was a little embarrassing, but uh, you know it'd be like that sometimes. But, uh, yeah, that's, like, the first night we became friends yep. was whenever you, we almost went to a strip club together. The most together. eventful night that was, I, in a long time. Yeah, that was pretty – you were bold, too, you, but you're always bold. You're not yeah. afraid to talk to strangers. Just just girls. Just girls. I'm only afraid to talk to girls. Ah, you, you're pretty bold. You, just, you cut yourself short sometimes, Buster, but we'll get into that later. But uh, that's how we became friends. Uh uh, we st we just hang hung out a lot. Uh, you got me to join the soccer team. Yeah, that was fun. And uh, practicing with you was fun. You were really competitive, really fast, faster than I ever thought you were because you were chubby. Chubby. Chucky. Yeah, you had a gut of a forty-year-old. Oh that my guy God. said. Well, <laughs> <laughs> um, we also won't got me quote him. But thank uh, you, thank you. Um, I also joined the track team because of my brother here. Yep. Uh, that was a short-lived career due to my knee. Yeah, he did hurt his knee. But uh, got like fifth out of twelve people in my first ever track meet. First ever track meet. Which I was, was proud ridiculous. of myself. That was very the two astonishing. Mile. Yeah. Thank you. I can tell you after her, they told me to run the mile. I came in dead ass last out of yep. all the guys. But that that's the way it is sometimes. That's okay. But uh, yeah, it was me and Blake got to know each other pretty intimately over high school. Sadly, me and him never really enjoyed it, though, that much. Like, we obviously enjoyed yep. our friendship, but high school never seemed to be for us. We always felt like outsiders. Outsiders, yeah. Um, uh, I don't know why, but we always felt lonely. felt like our our uh, personalities conflicted with everybody else's characterizations. 
Yeah, like everybody, I don't know if anybody just, they all misunderstood us or they just didn't know how to take us. Yeah, just, but we were we, different. We never mixed well. Like, we were always nice to people. Me yep. and you both had a lot of friends. It's just nobody was ever that close with us. Yeah, no. I'd say, um, I'd say the same thing, yeah. Honestly, you, you hit that nail on the head. Yeah. I'd say a lot of people that are we went to high school with, uh, most of them are going to be listening to this or college students from UIS. So I will give you a heads up now, but I, that's probably not going to change what I'll we'll talk about. <laughs> but That's fine. It, it is kind of strange thinking about we were probably some of the most popular guys in high school, except we hated high school. Yeah, and, you know, honestly, one thing that really ruined my senior year was uh, I dated a, a younger girl, um, and, you know, as a senior athlete and all that, it was just a lot, and especially, you know, like, it's the first girl you dated in forever for your first time or whatever. Uh, you know, you, you get a lot of feelings, new feelings broken, you know. You feel a lot of new pains that you never felt before. And so, mm -hmm. you know, feeling that during my senior year did not help at all. I felt that whole year I was intimidated by that girl and... Honestly, the only way I felt like I could ever get my confidence back, you know, was through sports as well, you know, keeping me out of trouble. That just, it just didn't help, you know, dating, dating a younger girl. Yeah. Uh, I think some, I feel like seniors that date freshmen, like people, I know it's always like the joke. I almost got close myself, but it was because, and I think Blake knows this feeling, it's like, you aren't used to somebody showing you affection. Uh, yep. And it's kind of a sad thing, but in the end, we're both still pretty good people, I think. We didn't do anything wrong, per se. Right. It's just like, we had feelings, and sometimes they grow, sometimes they die, sometimes you chase them, sometimes you don't. But I think uh, me and you both leaving or have left, you're leaving the 21st. Yeah. I have been, this is the second time I've been back. This is like the first time I've been out in public of Murfreesboro and about. And uh, myself as well. Yeah. Tonight was the first time, yeah. The only thing you ever do is really work. Work and run. That's mm -hmm. it, you know. But uh, I think, I can tell you my life has been exponentially better ever since I left Murfreesboro. And honestly, like, I can really see the difference in that too because. You know, we used to sit down at the deli at 9.45 p.m., you know, at night, you know, talking about all our problems, and you would always root me on whenever I started talking to this new girl, uh -huh. or, or I would start <laughs> rooting you on, but a lot of times, a lot of those long-ass nights, we never really had any good news. We never mm -hmm. really could root each other on. We just had to stick it out, and, and honestly, I know I told you that you were going to you're gonna succeed in college. I, I remember telling you so many different times and and actually watching you become this person, this happy, uh, happy self-made individual, you know, it's, it's like, it's so spectacular. <laughs> Thank you, Blake. You're all gone. That, it's a weird thing to think about how people <laughs> change and grow up. Yep. Uh, I can tell you I'm still a little bit of a social butterfly. I think everybody that's met me so far either likes me or can stand me at college, but I can tell just from, like, I keep a journal. 
I keep like if I look at my journal from being in college versus being out of college it's insane the difference and it's weird to think about all the problems that we had in high school that seem insignificant but yeah. that was our world then too which I feel kind of bad for high school students and I think it kind of explains why some of them are just so what's the word I'm looking for smug nah smug yeah. uh, kind of just so wrapped up in themselves because that's the world they live in. And also, I'm not trying to say, oh my God, me and Blake are out of high school. We know all the answers. <laughs> that's not what I'm saying. Hey. But I'm saying from the perspective that we have now, understanding that we aren't a part of all that anymore, yeah. it's weird to think that yeah. some of it's so insignificant. Because I can tell you, whenever I was walking around and seeing people... They're <laughs> living their... They're living their the best part of their lives right now and that's the difference between us and them like high school for normal people should not be the best time of your life but for people in murfreesboro it really just seems like it is some of them (laughs) i'm not i think blake's right for some of them i some of them aren't gonna do too much and that's not a bad thing like it's what you want to do with your life and some of them will be content staying in murfreesboro some of them want to do something greater uh, but the biggest thing that I noticed tonight was whenever we were walking around, all the people that liked us so much in high school, we were just kind of like an afterthought tonight. And that's not, I'm not trying to be callous or like petty, but I think that's probably the way it has been for a lot of seniors that graduated. It's about the underclassmen that become the older classmen and them dealing with their problems in high school versus just like seeing people that aren't a part of the world anymore. Does that make sense? Yeah. Do you absolutely. think that's wrong? No, you're right. Thank you. For sure. So, <laughs> I think... Bluntly. Right. Thank you. Um, and I'm not saying kids in high school aren't mature. I'm saying that, which I'm surprised because I didn't think this whenever I was in high school, but the perception changes pretty fast once you realize that you're going to have a world outside of high school. Yep. And sure. I never thought about it like that. Like, my dad always told me to think about it like that because I was so upset and unhappy in I high mean, school. How could we imagine it, you know? Like, we're still we're, stuck in high school. And yeah, like, we don't know what it's like to be out of school. We've been yeah. in school for most of our conscious thinking lives. Everything changes after you get out of high school. Yeah, especially if you're on your own where you have to start making hard decisions and start, like, you have to, you rent your own place now. Yep. I, I yeah. Which pff, didn't do that in high school. I can tell you, I didn't either. Um, you had a much different situation growing up than I did. That you, we both know that. But I can tell you, I don't think anybody. If you put yourself up against anybody that was in the same situations that you were, they would have never made it this far. I feel like you're like a one in a million person <laughs> there, young man. And I'm, I'm not even just like everybody else. Ah, I don't know. I don't think I know too many people that have the determination that you do. Like, there's a fire in you, brother. That explains why you've always been a great athlete. Explains why you've always been different. I I appreciate that, Jackson. You think I'm just blowing smoke up your ass or something, Buster? No, but I feel it coming. (laughs) I feel it coming. (laughs) Oh, man. But, I don't know. It was just weird seeing everybody. Seeing people that you used to... I have crushes on. I used to think the world to talk to. And now, you're just a visitor. And that's the way I felt about life a lot lately. Like, we're just visitors in other people's worlds, and some stay and some go. 
And something I was thinking about the other day, and I don't know if anybody else said it, but it was a thought that I had was, I don't think people, it's, that's all right. That just means we've been going at it for a little while. But I don't think become people become less important in your life. Mm -hmm. I think other people just become more important. You can argue the significance changes, but people are always important in your life. Some people just become more important than others, and that's just how you grow as a person and how more people become important to you. Does that seem like a valid thing to say? Uh, I would just disagree with that a little bit. Okay. Um, some people, you know, they are important, and it, and it fades. Like, you just become unimportant Yeah. to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think that's wrong, per se, either. It's just, like, say we all start at square one, and everybody around you is at a one. And then the people that you get close with turn into threes. And then you meet more people, like once you grow up, and they turn into fives. Everybody else is still at a one and a three that you already know. But that three, I feel like it loses a little bit of you value. You think so? Okay. Yeah. Then, then it I, depreciates a little dude, bit. Okay. That, that makes sense. That's a respectable opinion. I dig it. All right. Uh, Blake, I don't know if you know this, but the podcast is called Pursuit of Happiness. Ergo, I'm going to have to ask you, what makes you happy, brother? <laughs> what makes me happy? Uh, you know, being on my own makes me really happy because I really can make any choice I want, legal or illegal. Um, if I choose to go pop wheelies on my motorcycle, I can do that illegally, but I can still do it on my own. Growing up in the Masonic home, I couldn't do that. Uh, what really makes me happy is um, the thought of self-disciplining and uh, being in good shape, uh, good mental health. Um, the Marines, you know, the Marines really have always been my dream. Following your dreams makes me happy. Uh, watching you laugh all the time. <laughs> that, that shit, is, shit is really cool, you know. Yeah. Uh, making people laugh is I love making people laugh. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yep. Um, so just taking care of yourself and being your own individual. Yeah, just being myself. You know, um, other people make me happy. You know, a girlfriend makes me happy, but I don't know. Big just sad. Big sad. Yeah. Big lonely. Oh <laughs> um. But for real, honestly, like, uh, to all the lonely people out there, um. Just make money, all right? Oh, my Money goodness. buys your happiness. <laughs> all right. uh, hold on, Buster. I'm, gonna... no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm just going to say of. it gets better as long as you're willing to try. Uh, you are talking to a young lady right now. Uh, yeah, just a little bit of talking. Um, She's going into the Marines or is she already in the Marines? She is going into the Marines. Uh, we're just we're just talking. Um, just nothing really serious. I got you. You want to tell her that you're on a podcast and send her the link? That'd be great. No, no, no. <laughs> no? no. Okay. Because I'm an embarrassment. No, shut the <laughs> hell up. <laughs> I, I wouldn't say that, Buster. Nobody thought it was funny. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You obviously did. So, like, tell me about your love life other than the girl that you dated in high school. <clears throat> Were you... Yeah. I'd say we're, we kind of had similar experiences, uh, I think. I didn't have a love life. Okay. <laughs> Hold on. Hold your horses. Okay. Uh -oh. You talked to a few young ladies pretty seriously. Uh, 
You went back and forth now, Holmes. Like, <laughs> you had some interesting encounters. Yeah, I did. When you're having um, to talk about it, you're starting to blush over here. <laughs> me and me, you um, Don't want to talk about it. Yeah, what's up? Well, honestly, like, I got lucky once. Um, Define lucky before we go further <laughs> because I don't want people getting the wrong idea. I got lucky one time. Uh, you mean like... <laughs> got, no way. No, I, I no, to say, no, no. Uh, I got lucky with one girl one time. Not like... Like you kissed her. Not like super lucky. Just She was really pretty and I think she was really desperate because... Oh, shut <laughs> up. Uh, is this the one at Riverside? No. This, this was, is a different one. Uh-oh, this is Buster. The, this is the one at work. At, at work. work. When I work at American <laughs> Eagle. Oh, you never told me about this. <laughs> yeah. Um. I got lucky. We'll just. We'll, we'll leave it at that. Yeah. Okay. Man, I, I'm going to have to ask you a question after the podcast. This is. <laughs> um, I didn't like lose my virginity or anything, but I got lucky. Okay. Did you both enjoy each other's company? Yeah, that was pretty fun. Okay, then that's all that matters. Our car, okay, okay. <laughs> no more deets. No more deets. Um. Well, I. Wow, that's kind of news to me. You never told me about that one, Buster. Was this? This was while I was here. This was while we were in school. It's while I was dating that one girl. Well, we weren't dating actually because we were broke up. Is uh, like right after. Well, it was a couple weeks. Uh, but we were still... Talking? Yeah, I was. I mean, I liked her. I wanted to get back together, but... Talking is such a weird thing It didn't about. work. It didn't work. Yep. I don't get talking, though. Like, whenever you say you're talking to people anymore, I feel like it takes away from being able to go out. Like, instead of having, like, a date where you get to know somebody, yeah, you just, like, replace it with talking now, and I feel like it's a lot more dull. Or is that just me? I feel like if And you, then uh, one thing is like... Ah, go ahead. Finish. I'm sorry. No, that's all right. It's just I feel like you lose more personal interaction. Because yep. you start doing a lot more judging over text than you do. And uh, you can't express emotion unless you use like a thousand emojis. Which yeah. is what I do, but... Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm guilty of that sometimes too. But like, I think it's just a generational thing now because we don't go out anymore. But that is just the way it works sometimes, I guess. Or is that just me? No, what are you thinking, Blake? That's the way Put it works. your thoughts out on this microphone right now. Oh, social media, it kills relationships. Uh, phones, they are the thing that's going to slave us, you know. Everybody revolves their lives around their phones, except people over 60. <laughs> yep. They do that with television. Or their desktop computer that is not a flat screen. Yep, there you go. Classy. <laughs> Got one of those boxes. Yeah. The box. All right. So, what are you thinking about the Marines, my friend? Um, Would you like to elaborate on what made you want to do that? I don't think we talked about this yet. Uh, no, we haven't. But it's pretty easy. I want to kill people. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, I want to join the Marines to, you know, compete against myself, to push myself to a... Uh, to a new limit um people always tell me that the marines are gonna break you down or they're gonna t whatever i don't know they just tell me all these bad things and i i want to learn for myself i want to do it by myself um i didn't enlist knowing what 
the benefits were joining the Marines. Obviously, I knew that you get free college. That was not something I care about. Honestly, I don't even know if I'll use my GI Bill, my Montgomery GI Bill. Uh, I had no idea how much I was going to get paid. I had no idea how long I was going to be in basic training or anything like that. I didn't know. I had no clue what I was going to be doing. You wanted to test yourself? Yeah. I just uh, kind of wanted to see who I was made of, and I wanted to get my run times down a little bit. Uh, <laughs> That's the boldest thing ever. I want to test myself, and I want to run faster. Yeah. <laughs> So that's the truth. Um, yeah. Plus, I'm going to be in San Diego. Like, who doesn't want to be in San Diego? Yeah. So how long are you going to be in San Diego? Uh, for uh, what is this, basic? Basic training. Uh, yep, 13 weeks. So are you going to have weeks. any free time outside of the 13 weeks? Uh, inside the 13 weeks, nope. But after the 13 weeks, yeah. But I won't be in San Diego. I'll um, Midway through boot camp, I guess uh, you go somewhere else i'm not sure where it is it's what happens my for head. christmas or whatever you uh, just like work through it i'm i think so yeah you, you pt uh christmas and thanksgiving i'm gonna be gone for both of those dates uh which is okay with me you know i'm gonna be getting paid so i don't really care <laughs> uh how heartless no, i'm just kidding um uh, but i don't know i don't really know anything i don't really care um I'm excited and people are gonna tell me that I'm gonna hate it or I'm gonna hate my life. Like, let me determine that, please. Thank you. You are your own individual and that's the way you wanna live. Yeah. I'm starting to get that vibe. I'm gonna get well, I've had that vibe. I have dreams and goals. Dreams, and aspirations. Yep. Well, you can use whatever your word, whatever word you want. I, I, shit. Would you like another Diet Coke there, brother? Mm-mm. All right. Actually, yeah, I do. All right. But you, do, you can get it later. All right, you want to just you wanna grab it and me just keep talking? Or? Yeah, sure, why not? All right. Uh, this is a small interlude, even though we're going to keep talking. Blake is meandering over to the fridge. We're currently in my basement in my house. I would give you the address, but uh, that's not Coolio. My parents wouldn't appreciate you knocking on their door. By the way, I'm trying to have my father on the podcast pretty soon, but uh, he's a little hesitant. Isn't it like Sycamore Drive or something like that? You're funny. You're funny. <laughs> oh, it's Sycamore. <laughs> uh, shut the hell up. <laughs> But uh, we're going to see how that works out. Maybe I'll have some other family members to get a vibe for who I am as a person. Oh, my goodness. But uh, I don't know. Like, having my best friend on helps. I'm going to either give you a small little preview of myself in a personal podcast that I do by myself or have my family members on to have an idea of who I am. Uh, But I do think you guys don't know me too well quite yet. I can tell you a lot of people that I talk to are surprised I do a podcast because some of them don't think I'm a talkative person. But he is. I am. Some people were surprised to think that I was an extrovert. I'm pretty sure you freehanded your graduation speech. Yeah, I... Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. I gave my commencement address at my high school, and I did not write a speech. No, you didn't. Nope. I wrote a speech that I was mandatory to give, and I can tell you it sucked, so I crumpled it up and threw it away. Oh, (laughs) Let's not bring that up, but uh, everybody else had a scripted speech, and... uh, Very scripted. Yep. So, yeah. Uh, But yeah, that is something 
that I don't tell too many people about, but I usually have a pretty good speaking ability in front of people. Yep. Especially if it's something I'm passionate about, I can talk about it for a long time. If it's something that means a lot to me, I don't I'd like... I'd say you're a powerful speaker. Thank you. But I just don't like writing speeches because I don't feel it's as genuine as I am whenever I'm just speaking from the mm-hmm. old noggin and the heart. But uh, that's just all, the way I've always been. Even whenever I was a crappy speaker, I, I would still refuse to write speeches. Which I don't know if it's good or bad, but that's just the way it I is. I mean, your uh, key club speech, you know, your vi- your president, your presidential Farewell address? No, 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 no. Like when you were running. Oh, close your eyes. Yeah, close your eyes speech. That speech was so good. That's so powerful. Yeah, man, that was a different time. That was a strong speech. Thank you. Uh, I had everybody. As you did win the president of the number one key club in the world. Yep, that was me for a brief moment in my life. President Jackson? President Blake? Yep. Blake <laughs> was the president of our National Honor Society in high school. I like Saturday votes. You won. <laughs> and how many people How many people were there, you think? Like 20? No, probably like like 15 at the most. Well, you still won there, Buster. I just, I, I just can't believe I'd be happy. <laughs> well, sometimes chips fall where they may. I guess it's the personality chip. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Blake. <laughs> I think we better change the subject there, Buster. Um, so... Uh, you gave I'm trying to think you apparently whenever you're giving what's the the baccalaureate speech that you gave you had people crying in yours yeah I did that was a that was a really good speech actually I think I messed up a couple times but and it really you know brought my perspective of the speech down but whenever I looked up and I seen that there were you know people in the back video recording and crying it was that was a different experience, you know? Um, I couldn't really cry because that was my life, you know? I grew up living what I lived through. Uh, um, I'll tell you about my story some other time, but what I grew up to you can as, a, as a kid and what everybody else around here grows up to, you know, some people can relate. Other people could never see the worst and what I've seen in people. You know, some people never will understand. Yeah. Do you want to save that for a different time? Or you yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yep, Blake is a powerful individual that's done things that I couldn't imagine. Yeah, I fractured my school. Yeah, he did do that. <laughs> that was in middle school. You want to elaborate on that, bad boy? Oh, uh, yeah, sure. It's a good story. <laughs> so, uh, you know me, the great, awesome Blake Delaney Spork that I am. Well, I was playing basketball with my hoodie, right? I took it off my sh- took it off my back, and I was just throwing it into the hoop. Well, my friend got it down for me, right? And I wasn't I wasn't really happy about that, you know. I wanted to get it down myself, so I threw it back up there. That's you know, cause I'm like the athlete or whatever, right? Whatever, blah 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 blah. <laughs> so I threw it up there. I was like, man, I'm about to get this myself, boy. Watch out! And I got onto the wrestling mats and I jumped off the wrestling mats onto the net of the basketball hoop and I climbed up the basketball hoop because I'm like Spider-Man or Batman or whatever grabbed my hoodie and I'm like swinging left you know forward and backwards and my hands are all tangled up but I got my hoodie so I'm alright well 
I'm still swinging, I get untangled, and my legs fly out from underneath me because I'm still swinging, and my head hits like this super tight, strong, um, I don't, what is it, like, wooden concrete? I don't even know what it was. It was gymnasium floor. Yeah, gymnasium floor, and I fractured my skull, and what's gross is the hoodie that I... I was literally knocked out for like three seconds, and then I woke up and threw up on that hoodie, oh. and then went back to sleep. Because I was, well, I fractured my skull. So. <laughs> that is the most hardcore thing. Oh God, Blake, you've done some wild things in your life. The year before that, I fractured my teeth. Do you remember that? I I do not remember that. Oh yeah, sixth grade or uh, was it sixth grade or seventh grade? I can't remember. Well, shoot. We'll say it was sixth grade. Um, we were at the Springfield Wrestling mer- wrestling Meet Tournament, and uh, we were at a hotel. And the thing said no diving, but I seen these girls walking in. Uh-huh. And I was like, ooh, I'm ugly, but I think I can dive really good. I went into the floor, the, the floor of the pool, around the pool, whatever. It's like slippery. It's a, I don't know, like a wet slide. It was super slippery. And uh, and so I, re- I got a running start, and I jumped up, but I really slipped. And I went down, and my mouth hit the filter that's like a foot higher than the rest of the pool on the side. And I came up with no front teeth. It looked like the gateway arch without oh, my teeth in the middle. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yep. <sighs> well, did you go to the hospital for that? Uh, no, I just went to the doctor. My I teeth are super sensitive and bloody and... Did you wrestle? Canal. Yeah, I did wrestle, yep. I uh, I only remember one match that I won. Um, I remember a whole bunch of blood, and I think I got disqualified, but... For bleeding? Yeah, I had too much blood. They had to stop the match too many times, so... That sucks. Yeah, it was fun, though. As long as you enjoyed it, I guess. Would you do it again? Uh, would I fracture my teeth again? No, would you wrestle oh. with fractured teeth? Like no. If I, yeah. In hindsight, would you have done it again? I guess is what I'm trying to ask. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was fun. I mean, it was a cool experience. Plus, I got fake teeth now. So. Felt like a badass? <laughs> uh, didn't look like one. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my goodness. All right. Well, Blake, this is the portion of the story where I got to ask you, what did you first think of me whenever we first met? Man, you were fat, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but you were smart because you, you dressed like Tiger Woods. <laughs> Except the fat Tiger Woods that was white. Yeah, you were, yeah. Um, and you didn't cheat on your wife yet, so... Well, hey, 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 we ain't throwing shade over here. No golf club <laughs> through my Escalade window. Yeah, well, uh, honestly, it was Miss Hoddison's class. The first memory I have of you, you were wearing some kind of shirt, some khaki shorts with a bell. Your shirt was tucked in. Yeah. Uh, it probably had some Sperry's on or something. Uh, thought you were a rich kid, you know? But honestly... Uh, you were just living, you know, you were living yourself. You got like all A's and stuff and I was in the smart classes with you and I felt honorable honorable enough to be next to you, but I remember you distinctly getting your braces off in sixth grade. 
Yep. And you had the cleanest white teeth I've seen with people <laughs> without their braces. <laughs> I was very religious about my teeth. I will tell you, it's kind of ironic. Uh, whenever, uh, like, the fifth to eighth grade was whenever the flood happened. And that's whenever my family was struggling the most. So, yep. which I thought was... It was a, it was a different experience. Uh, my middle school years weren't my best, but I do remember you. Uh, we didn't get to know each other too well. I always thought that you were one really fast. I thought you were two kind of silly. Silly, yes. Yeah. I was very immature. That's the least to say. But I can tell you, I always thought you enjoyed living your life, and that perspective hasn't changed. I can tell you, I've grown to know you a lot better. But you were never afraid of being yourself. Yep. I can tell you, as of right now, I know you've always tried to make people happy. And I know you haven't always showed people, like, necessarily the true you in all instances. But you always wanted to make people laugh, which is a very respectable thing. And I think that's a parallel that me and you have. It's just you're willing to do it a lot better than I am sometimes. That's right. Are you fingering my bar? <laughs> That's okay. He don't take that the wrong way. People that can only see this, but he's not doing anything appropriate. He's just shoving his finger in some wood. Okay, I'm not going to make any more comments <laughs> about that. So, what are you thinking, brother? Uh, tall Jackson's followers. Uh, tell your friends about him. Uh, definitely put the word out. Jackson's super cool. Uh, super cute. Oh. All the single ladies. Oh, the single ladies. I'm just kidding. I had to hit the duo, but uh, whatever. Um, definitely tell your friends and get Jackson out there. He's got a future um, in podcasting. And uh, get his viewers, get his views, get everything up, his popularity. Put him out there, UIS. Go, Jackson. You're funny, Blake. I am. If that was, like, real closure, that would be freaking dope. <laughs> so what do you think about podcasts so far? Does it, does it feel weird to be on one? No, it feels great. Honestly, you like, like you can express any of your feelings and crack any of the jokes you want because that's what people do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you can do anything you want. Would you be willing to return on one of these puppies? Uh, what do you mean? Like, be a guest again? Talk oh, to me? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'd yeah. hope so. I'd be slightly offended if yeah. you didn't want to talk to me. <laughs> um, we podcast every day. Mm-hmm. You think, I'm trying to think. I'm going to take a picture of this and post it on the Instagram, by the way. Of us? Well, it's going to be of you as my uh, guest. Uh, it's hard for me to take a selfie. Unless <laughs> I don't think I can time the photo that well. So we'll keep it uh, low-key, but make you look like a gangster. <laughs> <laughs> throw the hood up. Throw the hood up. Got the S. No, we really got to throw the hood up. Um, but, uh, you're funny. Uh, I'm trying to think. I. When are you going to be back from basic training? Um, and do you get to stay? around at all or how's it all gonna work yeah i'll come back for seven days for valentine's day just kidding i made that day up but it's around february i don't know what day in february but um february february uh whatever shut up no i'm just kidding uh but i am looking for a valentine no i'm just kidding <laughs> um I, I do get to come back for seven to ten days and then i will go back out to california i'm pretty sure for my mos training what is that? My job for the military. Okay, being a radio... A field radio operator, yep. All right. Are you... Do you have a choice of where you're going? Uh, No, 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 no. I, don't. I wish. 
I wouldn't be going back to California. Actually, yeah, I would go to Hawaii or something. But uh, where are they gonna send you? You think if probably you... California? Yeah. Oh. After my MOS training, I'm gonna volunteer for all, all of the uh, departures that I can get on uh, any shipping. Trying to leave the country a couple of times. Do you have any idea where that would be? Uh, I don't care. I'll go to Afghanistan. I don't give a shit. But you think that's probably one of the places they'll send you? No, probably, probably honestly like Hawaii or Germany or Syria or Israel or something. I don't know, something like that. I don't. I won't be picky. I'll go to. I won't go to Africa. F that. <laughs> You afraid of Ebola. disease or something? Yeah, yep, Ebola. Ebola. <laughs> I, was about to, I figured that's where you were going with that. I knew, I knew you well enough. Um, are you, so, like over the year, like how many days do you have until you're actually shipped off somewhere? You think you think it's like thirty weeks, if you had to guess. Six months. So yeah, six months. Yep. Okay. Twenty-four. That's, that's kind of wild, but hopefully you enjoy it. Like, do you get Actually, to keep your? Actually, it'll be seven months. But keep going. Do I keep to keep? Do I get to keep my phone? Yeah. Like, are you gonna be able to be in contact with anybody? Uh, yeah, I will be. Um, not during basic, obviously. Um, you can't. They want to break you down and can't get moral support from home. Yeah, you can only get letters. But honestly, I'm not really into writing. I don't really like talking. I'm just gonna tell you all the funny stories about all the stupid people that have happened. Um. Probably all the funny stories of me. That's probably what it's going to come down to. Uh, but, yeah, I don't really know. You don't get to keep your phone during basic, but whenever you get out, you get to keep it a little bit during your MOS schooling. Well, that's cool. Yeah, it is pretty cool. You feel like you're going to be a different person once you get out of basic? Uh, I'll be stronger. I'll be a stronger person, stronger willed. Um, first of all, um, it all comes down to my dreams. That's... Uh, I want to buy a Mustang. Okay. That, uh, we're going <laughs> two different paths, but I'll let you finish your thought. Yeah. Uh, so I was looking at this Mustang and this truck, and I just don't know which one I want to get. They're both hot as hell. Um, but I don't really care. You know, I want to bulk up a little bit. You want to make a career out of this? Though? Yeah, for sure, for sure. How many years do you think you want to put into this? <clears throat> My career, eight, uh, eight to twenty years. Uh, four years is just not enough. I mean, maybe the Marines. I'll stay in for four years. That's probably maybe that's it for four for the Marines. Mm -hmm. But uh, I'm definitely considering the Coast Guard and other the Air Force and other branches. But I love the idea of being the best of the best. So. If I do 20 years with the Marines, then that's what I'll do. Or I'll do longer than 20 years. I like my toys. So, legit question here. It's about to get serious again. Like, is there potential for you to die? <laughs> yeah, there always is. Yep. Like, I mean, not from basic. I can't imagine you're going to die in basic training. But no, probably it's not, nothing I've ever heard of. But, but like, after, like, after all of your training and they send you somewhere... Yes, it's very, very, very possible. Very possible. Yeah. But you're comfortable with that. Yeah. You're willing cool. to. Yeah. yeah. I'm not like willing to die for my country or not looking at it. My goodness. Uh, but you're fine with putting your life on the line if you need to. Heck yeah, it sounds kind of fun to me. Yeah. You've always been a little bit of an adrenaline junkie, Blake. 
Yeah. Uh, we can talk about your motorcycle purchase, too. Uh, <laughs> since it's already happened, I don't think anybody's going to be surprised, but Blake bought a motorcycle. Yeah, I did, yeah. And uh, he had it before he had a... License. And insurance. <laughs> yep. But uh, you got pulled over once? Yeah, I was going pretty quick. How fast? I was going 97. I thought you went over 100 one time. Well, I was going 97. He had me. I was going like 107, but he, I slowed down a little bit because I you saw seen him pull over and he oh. had me clocked in at 97. So okay, but he didn't ask you for your license or registration. <laughs> no, he did ask me, and I just like uh, honestly, sir, I pulled right over. So okay, the dude was like, "Man, look, you pulled me over." Uh, I, he's like, "Man, look, you pulled over. You didn't try to run." Uh. He didn't really say this, but obviously he was thinking it because I would have, like, dusted it, dude. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> uh, he, I, so, like, I got pulled over by um, some train track or something, and I uh, told him that I just got the motorcycle about a week ago. About a week ago. Oh, I was thinking the same thing. I was afraid <laughs> to say minds, it. Great minds. Um, and he was like, can I see your license and registration, please? And I was like, uh... I was like, honestly, officer, I don't have my license or my registration. I, I didn't I didn't bullshit it. I didn't straight up say I don't I, I have my license or my registration at home. I didn't say either thing. I didn't try to lie to the dude. And so he probably was like, man, look, this is a warning. And he, he caught me slack. Caught my, caught my, gave, you gave some me slack. some slack. Yeah, yep, there, there you go. go. <laughs> caught me a deal. Gave me yeah, some slack. Yeah, um, I had a clean record, so. And honestly, it was probably a lot of freaking paperwork for this dude. So he probably was like, man, I don't want to do all this. I'm trying to go home. Was he a state trooper or a city guy? Yeah, he was a state trooper. Oh, man. That's, yeah. You, I'd say you got definitely pretty lucky with yeah, a state trooper. Yep. I feel like those guys are hard asses. He was. I tried to give him a hug, and he was like, no, no, no. Probably thought I was trying to reach for his gun or something. Oh, man. <laughs> Well, I'm glad that nothing bad happened. I can tell you I was worried about you, but... Uh, I'm, Doing all right, yeah. as the rascal flats would say. I had faith in you. I figured you were going to make it one way or the other. But, uh, yep, you followed me on your way home or way to my house on a motorcycle. So Yep. How's it feel driving that thing? It's honestly really awesome. Um, I'm actually getting really good at popping wheelies, which is great. <laughs> I'm for real, like, I can I can hold a wheelie for about eight seconds. Really? Yep. Um, you had a friend uh, accidentally uh, screw up the bad boy. Yeah, yep. Yeah, we did. He offered to buy it off you, which I thought was pretty impressive. Yep, and he, he also, his family is rich, you know. They, got, they are wealthy. Yeah, he was exuding some big dick energy right there. Well, he had the big dick energy to exude, I guess. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> to each their own. Uh, he's a friend of ours from high school. Yep. I don't. I guess we don't need to say his name, but he's a pretty cool guy. It's just he accidentally hurt your motorcycle a little bit. Yep, hurt my heart. Did he? That was a shot to the heart. And he's to blame. That is too late. <laughs> he gave love a bad name. Big sad. Big sad. All right, Blake. What else are we thinking, brother? Uh, like I said. Um, okay. No, I'm just before, kidding. Before, okay. Before, <laughs> before I go back off on that. Um, Blake has an Instagram, a Snapchat, a Twitter. I'm going to tag most of it in this Instagram picture. I am probably going to post it on Snapchat and the podcast Instagram just to get it out there. I, 
I've slowed down on posting on that normal, my actual Instagram page, just because I don't want to irritate anybody. But I will tell you, this man is one of my best friends. He's a brother to me. Uh, I hope nothing bad happens to him overseas, but I have faith that he's a man now. He's his own individual, and I hope everything to him. I hope he has the best life he can, and hopefully that we stay connected even while he's gone. But this man is my best friend, and I'm happy to say I've known him growing up. It's strange to say that we both got old. It almost makes me sad, but it makes me happy that we're going to be becoming better people through our life. Uh, he is also single, by the way, just FYI. <laughs> oh, yeah, I am. But, uh, uh, about 18 years now. Yep. Uh, would you look at that? It's been about a solid 18 yeah, and a half yeah. years. Wait, your birthday's coming up, too. Holy shit, yeah, it is. Um, what do you want for days. Christmas? What do I want for Christmas? Yep. My two front teeth. <laughs> <laughs> How's it feel to be 19 soon? Uh, I can go into a bar. Oh, really? Yep, 19 or 21 to drink. Wow, okay. Well, if anybody's wondering, his birthday is on the 13th. The 14th. 14th. Damn, I got close. Nope, you were very close. What's my birthday? Shut up! Yes! (laughs) I don't feel as bad. I don't feel as bad. Okay. Um, But that all being said, I want to thank you all for listening. If you got this far, this is The Pursuit of Happiness. I'd like to thank my best friend here, Blake Neospork, Blake Dylan Neospork, for joining me. Uh, Blake, did you have a decent time? Yeah, I did. So you asked me what your birthday was. Like, I am so bad with numbers. (laughs) That's all right. Um, I'm going to promote this. You're welcome to send the link to any of your friends that you want to listen to it. Uh, You can tell Mrs. O'Connor to listen to this if she's interested. Yep. But uh, I think that's going to be it for right now. I have a few more guests lined up when I get back. I have a friend, uh, Melanie, from UIS that I'm going to try to interview. My father I'm going to try to interview. I believe a gentleman that I'm friends with named Trenton is somebody that's on the horizon and maybe my friend Ansel. But there's probably a few more people that I've yet to meet that I'm going to interview. But I do have some in the works, and I am going to try to produce a solo podcast again to get a feel for who I am as a person, for you guys to be able to listen to me a little bit more, to understand where I come from with certain things. But I do want you guys to know that I appreciate anybody that listens to this, that enjoys me talking, enjoys listening to our thoughts, our opinions, my opinions, my thoughts. But I do want to thank you all again. SoundCloud, Jackson, Canope. Is your birthday in January? Yes, it is. My birthday's in January. January 20th something? Nope. 13th? Nope. Okay, what is it? 6th. Oh, okay. That's right. I had a wrestling meet that day, so I remember setting up the surprise party. Yep, he surprised me. Uh, me and my f- my friends, uh, Jacob, Matt, and Abby. That was my birthday. Yep, because I had you come while they were setting it up. Yep, and you kept winking at me as I was telling <laughs> I had to leave. And, I, and he was like, you remember that, Jackson? I was like, okay, this is yes, s- yep. this is sus. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, you see that wink? Remember that wink. And I'm like, okay, buster. <laughs> but uh, that just shows you how good of a friend he is. Anyway, uh, I'd like to thank you all for listening. I appreciate you all. This has been The Pursuit of Happiness, and I hope you guys are willing to chase your dreams. Uh, thank you.